Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTSETC.com and Members Academy. I thought it was about time we do some listening, so I've chosen a lecture type section four, um, which people tell me they find the most difficult and therefore I'm going to do a bit more practice on that. Um, this one is a very topical subject again, and it's a subject that if you know anything about the background, it will really, really help you guess the answers. This is all about, um, well, soil, basically, and talking about agriculture, farming, soil erosion, um, carbon, carbon dioxide, uh, the kind of plants that are grown, uh, animals that are farmed and things like that. So it's the usual topic of agriculture. So remember to check out my vocabulary resources on my IELTSETC.com and you'll find my agriculture um, mind map there. And a lot of these words are actually mentioned in on that mind map. I can't stress enough how the same words keep coming up again and again. And yes, of course, you have to understand the whole of the listening. Um, but even a very general knowledge of this topic will help you immensely. And you'll see why when we start today. So it's a section four and the, the statements are all gapped. So questions 31 to 40, that's it. It's just one page and all of the questions are gaps. Um, the title, as I've said, is the use of soil to reduce carbon dioxide or CO2 in the atmosphere. And it's divided into about six headings. So remember to use those headings to help guide you through the quite long listening, actually. Um, but all of the answers are one word only. So today I'm going to talk about how you can keep track with the listening at the same time as focusing for the answers. And we're going to listen um, to those questions I've mentioned before. You'll see it says, so what can be done when it comes to um, the, the, the solution part of it, um, which is the regenerative agriculture that we'll come to. And it also follows that same structure. You've got a kind of background. What's the problem? A bit of an explanation. Then you've got the solutions where it says, so what can be done? Um, it's got some research um, in California and Australia and then some speculation about what might happen in the future. So it's a very typical IELTS academic text, just like the reading, but it's a lecture. So... First of all, I'm going to read the introduction just because it's long, to be honest. Um, the first heading we're listening for is a person called Ratan Lal, who talks about a lot of this research and the problem. So before we come to that person, there's a lot of background and then it comes to the heading of Ratan Lal and there are four bullet points about what Ratan Lal thinks. The first bullet point says that Ratan Lal claims 13% of CO2 in the atmosphere could be absorbed by agricultural soils. So that's the background. And then it comes to question number one, 31, sorry. It says, 
erosion is more likely in soil that is something. Well, if you know anything about soil erosion, you will be able to answer this with your eyes closed, literally. Erosion is more likely in soil that is something. And then it says Lal found soil in Africa that was very. And number 32 again is an adjective which describes soil. You can't guess that, but you know it's an adjective and it won't be difficult for you when you hear it. So I'm going to start right from the start and I'll stop when it comes to those gaps. It says, as we saw in the last lecture, a major cause of climate change is the rapid rise in the level of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere over the last century. If we could reduce the amount of CO2, perhaps the rate of climate change could also be slowed down. One potential method involves enhancing the role of the soil that plants grow in with regard to absorbing CO2. Ratan Lal, a soil scientist from Ohio State University in the USA, claims that the world's agricultural soils could potentially absorb 13% of the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, the equivalent of the amount released in the last 30 years and research is going on into how this might be achieved. So you've got all of that background until you finally get to the first question or question number 31 about erosion. It's more likely in soil that is. So Lal first came to the idea that soil might be valuable in this way, not through an interest in climate change, but rather out of concern for the land itself and the people dependent on it. Carbon-rich soil is dark, crumbly and fertile and retains some water. But erosion can occur if soil is dry, which is a likely effect if it contains inadequate amounts of carbon. So there's your answer. It occurs when the soil is dry. Could you guess that? course you could. Then it goes on to question 32. It says erosion is of course bad for people trying to grow crops or breed animals on that terrain. In the 1970s and 80s Lal was studying soils in Africa so devoid of organic matter that the ground had become extremely hard like cement. So there you have it. You have the ground had become extremely hard and the answer for 32 was an adjective. Very hard, only allowed one word, so the word is hard. Then it continues, it says, there he met a pioneer in the study of global warming who suggested that carbon from the soil had moved into the atmosphere. This is now looking increasingly likely. Let me explain. So then, because he says, let me explain, you come on to the next heading, which is soil and carbon. Uh, there are two gaps here and it gives you the background. It says plants turn CO2 from the air into carbon based substances such as and question 33 is the gap. 
34 says some CO2 moves from the something of plants to microbes in the soil. That's it. So we're looking about car- looking for carbon-based substances such as something and then the CO2 moves from the something of plants. Let me explain. For millions of years, carbon dioxide levels in the atmosphere have been regulated in part by a natural partnership between plants and microbes, tiny organisms in the soil. Plants absorb CO2 from the air and transform it into sugars and other carbon-based substances. Now that's interesting because they said sugars and other carbon-based substances. In the text it said carbon-based substances first, such as, and the answer then is sugars. So that is a little tricky because of the order in the text. But again, the word is not difficult itself. Just be careful, sugar is normally uncountable. But here they're talking about different types of sugars, so it's plural. So if you hear the S in the text, of course, write the S. Uh, Similar for the next one, it says, so we're looking for CO2 moves from the something of plants, and it says, while a proportion of these carbon products remain in the plant, some transfer from the roots to fungi and soil microbes, which store the carbon in the soil. So it says some transfer from the roots to fungi and soil microbes. So the answer for 34 is roots and it is plural. Now there's a whole other paragraph until it gets to the so what can be done. Shall I, shall I go through it? Well, why not? It's listening practice. It says, the invention of agriculture some 10,000 years ago disrupted these ancient soil building processes and led to the loss of carbon from the soil. When humans started draining the natural topsoil and ploughing it up for planting, they exposed the buried carbon to oxygen. This created carbon dioxide and released it into the air. And in some places, grazing by domesticated animals has removed all vegetation, releasing carbon into the air. Tons of carbon have been stripped from the world's soils where it's needed and pumped into the atmosphere. So that's a huge piece of listening where you might think oh my god where's the question where's the gap but stay calm stay confident we were looking for something about regenerative agriculture which they will talk about they'll introduce that word in a moment it is a solution it says so what can be done Researchers are now coming up with evidence that even modest changes to farming can significantly help to reduce the amount of carbon in the atmosphere. 
Some growers have already started using an approach known as regenerative agriculture. So even the fact that they said known as, they're introducing this term for you, even if you've never heard before, heard it before, it does not matter. This is the signal, this tells you we are now on the heading regenerative agriculture. And we're looking for two gaps, 35 and 36. And 35 says it uses established practices to make sure soil remains fertile and something. That's 35. For example, through year round planting and increasing the something of plants that are grown. So I'm going to read those for you now. It says... Regenerative agriculture. This aims to boost the fertility of soil and keep it moist through established practices. So boost the fertility of the soil is the synonym for make sure the soil remains fertile. And the answer is moist, meaning, well, opposite of dry. Then we're looking for examples through year-round planting and increasing the, increasing the something of plants that are grown. These include keeping fields planted all year-round and increasing the variety of plants being grown. So what do we have? 36, the answer is variety. Again and again, this discussion about variety, diversity in farming, opposite of monocrops. Um, it comes up again and again. You can almost fill in the answers. By the time you've listened to all these podcasts, I bet you you could get most of these answers. Uh, then it talks a little bit again, background strategies like these can significantly increase the amount of carbon so stored in the soil. So agricultural researchers are now building a case for their use in combat combating climate change. The next two headings are California study and Australia study. So we're going to focus on the California study and we're listening for two gaps, 37 and 38. California study says one American investigation. Oh, sorry, let me give you the gaps. 37 says California study took place or taking place on a big something farm. So you just need to know what kind of farm. And question 38 says it uses compost made from waste from agriculture and 38. So waste from agriculture and somewhere else. So the, the key word of compost, we've had that a few times now. Um, we've talked about compost um, being made from natural products as natural fertilizer from agriculture and somewhere else. So here's the uh, sentence. It says, one American investigation into the potential for storing CO2 on agricultural lands is taking place in California. Soil scientist Wendy Silva of the University of California is conducting a first of its kind study on a large cattle farm in the state. So our question was, what kind of farm is it? And you could possibly guess the word cattle farm. That's C-A-T-T-L-E. Uh, cattle meaning cows, of course. Um, she 
Right, so let's come on to the compost. Where does it come from? She and her students are testing the effects of carbon storage on carbon storage of the compost that is created from waste, both agricultural, including manure and corn stalks, and waste produced in gardens, such as leaves, branches and lawn trimmings. So you've got those two kinds of waste, agricultural, including manure and corn stalks. So make sure you don't um, think that's part of the answer because that's just an example of agricultural. And then waste produced in gardens. That's the second type of waste. So gardens, plural, is the answer. Moving on to the last heading, it says future. No, sorry, number 39, Australia study. Let's do that. Uh, it says this study aims to increase soil carbon by using something that are always green. So we're looking for something that are always green. And of course, it's plural because you've got that are, not that is. In Australia, soil ecologist Christine Jones is testing another promising soil enrichment strategy. Jones and 12 farmers are working to build up soil carbon by cultivating grasses that stay green all year round. That's it. Cultivating is using and the answer is grasses, plural ES, um, that stay green all year round. Then there's quite a pause and quite a lot of talking before we come to the final heading, which is future developments. And it gives us one future development, which is reducing the amount of fertilizer used in farmer in farming. And then 40, it says giving farmers something for carbon storage as well as their produce. So what would you give car? What would you give farmers for storing carbon? that you usually give them for their produce. Well, let's see. It is hoped in the future that projects such as these will demonstrate the role that farmers and other land managers can play in reducing the harmful effects of greenhouse gases. For example, in countries like the United States, where most farming operations use large applications of fertilizer, changing such long-standing habits will require a change of system. Ratan Lal argues that farmers should receive payment not just for the corn or beef they produce, but also for the carbon they can store in their soil. So what should they receive for the corn or beef um, and for the carbon they can store? Well, they should receive payment. So that is the answer for question number 40. And that's it. Um, that is your 40 questions 31 to 40 section 4 um lecture style listening um i'm going to um i'm making a video version of this because i think it's a very important topic um 
so much vocabulary here that I will put on my website for you. So please make sure you keep checking back or just make sure that you've got notifications on Facebook or something so that you don't miss any of my posts. Um, so words here are so typical, like I've said before, um, erosion, carbon, uh, growing crops, breeding animals, organic matter, cement, global warming. Uh, shall I go on? Uh, <laughs> this thing about manure, uh, compost, um, what else, what else? Anyway, I won't go on. I'll put that all on my website on a PDF for you. Um, so it was an extra long one today, so I'm doing some longer ones rather than short ones every day. So I hope that's useful for you because I know a lot of people are listening to this in the car. So I'd like to say hi, for example, to Mariella. I know she's a very busy, lazy la lady, <laughs> not lazy. She's a very busy lady. She's not lazy at all. She works very hard and she tells me that she listens to this in the car. So hi, Mariella. I hope you're having a nice day. I uh, hope this is useful for you. Um, that's all for today. So uh, check back soon. Um, let me know if you've got any special requests and keep an eye out on my website and Facebook for this whole listening. Oh, and YouTube. Sorry, by the way, I'm putting these on YouTube. Um, uh, need, ask, let me know if you need help finding it. OK, bye for now, everybody. Thanks. Bye.